world we are all in the middle of a quantum race countries like china usa uk japan and india are also investing millions and billions of dollars pounds and yens into developing quantum computing technology for decades now this is because quantum computing is as heavy duty as it sounds this technology holds the power to solve the toughest problems in the world ranging from dna analysis for gene abnormalities to encryption and cybersecurity this potential is tremendous for the future progress of technology hello listeners welcome to another podcast session today we are discussing the impact of quantum computing in the tech world and how edge computing is leveraging its capabilities joining us is prashant kaddi who is a partner with deloitte india hi prashant welcome to the podcast hi apurva thanks and thanks for having me so let's start this podcast on a great note with you giving us a brief about your role and the area of expertise in deloitte sure so uh, my name is prashant kadi i am a partner in what we call the data and ai practice as we call it uh, specifically i focus on the ai competency which i lead uh, in deloitte india uh, and we work together as part of a global ai competency uh, across the world so uh, that's that's basically what i do for a living uh, dealing with a large number of data scientists and a few initiatives in ai that we have uh, uh, kicked off which i will enumerate as we discuss further so as one of the tech giants how is deloitte contributing to the quantum and edge computing industry absolutely so um from a quantum and uh, edge computing perspective i mean just to set the background so uh, for as as you rightly pointed out it is heavy duty uh, uh, let's let's take quantum computing and can take you know for big problems such as let's say forecasting weather uh, uh, as well as you know let's say uh, self driving cars as we call it right autonomous cars so these are some of the problems that widely have been used but fundamentally in the business scenario uh, there are three or four types of problems uh, that that quantum computing can play an important role one is simulation especially in industries uh, which our clients are where there is significant amount of simulation that is required right uh, for example healthcare for example chemicals and so on the second is optimization which could be uh, both from a supply chain perspective from a finance perspective from uh, you know manufacturing perspective etc and the third is search right which is you know how do we look for meaningful information uh, in large uh, databases large data sets as especially those which have sparse information so and, and again i'll sort of talk about some of these things so as deloitte uh, we have set up globally what we call an ai institute uh, which is looking at how we can do cutting edge work both uh, in uh, concert with academia as well as startup ecosystems right um as part of this we have also and i think it's a matter of public uh, knowledge that we have launched what we call the deloitte center for ai computing right where we are looking at you know also uh, an ecosystem where we looking at some supercomputing capabilities etc uh so we are through these efforts we are trying to coalesce how we can be on the cutting edge of innovation 
uh, and yeah. we have some of some graduates from leading science universities in the US who are actually inventing uh, applications which we can use quantum and edge computing for. Right? And we are also collaborating yeah. with a lot of edge computing players uh, in the market. So keeping Deloitte's AI you know, Institute in mind, as you said, according to you, how are disruptive technologies, you know, other than AI, like big data and cloud computing impacting today's innovation? And from that perspective, how has the role of the leader for AI and ML has changed over the years? Fantastic question. Uh, so <laughs> I think the advent of uh, cloud and the whole host of uh, technologies have, in a sense, democratized AI. Uh, AI is not something necessarily uh, going forward that uh, you know rocket scientists sitting in a lab have to develop. It is mainstream. It is uh, for business applications, which can be fairly easily built. Also, with the computing power, with the inbuilt algorithms, so most of the cloud players, for in instance, have included thousands of algorithms which are available for use rather than sit and write these algorithms, right? Uh, so therefore, the ability to quickly scale up, create solutions, uh, and the ability to make it completely elastic, right? Which, I mean, I could go from building a model which does one thing on, let's say, a data set of 100,000 to 100 million uh, without necessarily changing the basics of how it has been done, right? Because uh, of, of the... Enhan uh, you know, elastic nature inherent in, in the cloud. Having said that, what the leader's role has changed from is to be more, you know, earlier it used to be the old, you know, uh, warfare where you have large armies of uh, data scientists and developers who will get this done, maintain it, run it, etc. Increasingly, the single most critical skill uh, that uh, data AI ML leaders, uh, including uh, their teams will need to have is to be able to translate quickly business problems into the right AI solutions, al analytics, uh, problem statements that are required. Solve them quickly because there are a lot of low-code, no-code, innovative platforms where it can be done quite easily and translate it back to business and give it back in a meaningful way that adds value to business, right? Uh, so, Last point, perhaps I would say, is also the interface, right? So, for example, converting voice to text, text to voice, etc., has become so simple uh, using again uh, APIs which are available that it is potentially possible to give cu customers a very rich experience of how they interact with AI systems and not necessarily, you know, get into the mathematics of it. So as you said, Prashant, that AI is not something rocket scientists are making. In the sense, the concept is not as complicated as people or you know, well, non-tech people are making it seem because there are several resources available that just that are now simplifying the process of making an AI algorithm or you know, making a certain code. So from that perspective, what is your view on the current scenario of quantum and edge computing industry? And is it similar to what your views on, you know, AI and other disruptive tech technologies are that it's not as complicated as people are making it seem? So uh, at this point in time, there is uh, a little bit, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the rocket science nature of uh, 
quantum and edge uh, computing is still there edge computing perhaps is a little more mainstream i would say and maybe if i if i just divide that maybe i'll take edge computing first because you know that's a little easier for example some of uh, the the uh, the colleagues in our um, uh, ai uh, you know uh, the the innovation teams are looking at let's say there's a problem statement i need to look at an image or a phone or a document and in 15 milliseconds i have to make a decision on it right so there isn't time for me to send it to a cloud or to a data center run an algorithm and get a decision back it has the computing and the algorithm has to run right there and it could actually be housed inside a inside a you know specs or gog- spectacles or goggles that somebody is wearing right so those are the kind of use cases that are getting solved now using edge computing and edge computing is quite straightforward or relatively because you know our Uh, mobile phones for instance have more powerful uh, you know computing power than most of our laptops used to have let's say 5 years ago or 8 years ago right so significant uh, advance there also for example a lot of industries which have wide reach uh, let us say retail showrooms let us say telecom tower companies which have towers are are figuring out how to put edge computing facilities in those uh you know local areas so that the computing power is enabled uh, as quickly right so phenomenally i think that is moving quite fast right i mean let's say even in a showroom there is uh, you know a, a video surveillance through video imaging uh, analytics that has to be done quickly it can't we can't wait for the internet connection to upload that video somebody runs it and then you know comes back right so for instance with a with a potential breach that happened so edge computing i would say uh, is uh, you know the lot of here and now use cases which are already getting deployed we see a lot of uh, companies and also a lot of for example cloud providers which are trying to push uh, that as a means to give a cloud experience inside a premises of either a company or in a local area right uh, on quantum computing it tends to be a little more complicated because there are two parts to it one is the quantum computers themselves which obviously you know allow us to do a little, you know nonlinear computation in an easier fashion than traditional computers but also there are the quantum algorithms which are required which means you know let's say if i have to uh, i mean you know uh, devise a route optimization or i have to do 100000 simulations for saying what is the best options which are available or if i have to look at say what will be the production of rice in the country based on some rainfall patterns which are based on let's say weather patterns and i have to predict all of these in multiple you know multi echelon kind of uh, 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 predictions then running these algorithms actually uh, on quantum uh, computing so the algorithm is as critical a part to enable the the, the you know the the crunching the millions of operations uh as much as uh, the quantum computers themselves therefore that's a little bit uh, more complicated at this point in time it's not uh, you know it's not an api that we can read off and and do at this point in time but i mean we believe that over a period of time it will evolve and and this will also get democratized but that might take a take a a, a couple of years if not a few years 
So you've mentioned a few applications of, you know, quantum computing and also said that edge computing is kind of commercial compared to quantum computing. So can you elaborate on how Deloitte is using these technologies and what solutions or what innovations it's carrying about? Uh, so uh, let me, uh, you know, sort of uh, give you a perspective of the work that we are doing uh, uh, a- a- across, uh, you know, industries and how how we are doing uh, what we right. do, right? right? So essentially, for for instance, uh, you know, uh, we, we spoke about some of the applications of of uh, edge computing. Uh, so let uh, let let me talk about the the uh, the the simple example that that i mentioned about uh, you know for example let's say uh, recognition of images so uh, let's say i want to do facial recognition of person who's walking into my showroom let's say for argument's sake uh, and and give them a personalized experience based on what they like uh, and therefore try to position those items or articles which are more uh, they are more amenable to see right uh, right. Let's say, uh, you know, so that I, I can't wait, you know, for that to take uh, a, a minute or two and then, you know, that, that becomes a, a bad uh, experience. Similarly, let's say I'm applying for a loan. It takes one hour, two days, etc. So if I can give it in one millisecond, I mean, you know, one second, uh, actually that algorithm to run and, and actually approve it. That's the next level of uh, customer experience, which can get created the competitive advantage for clients, right? And, and they are doing it. Similarly, for example, autonomous cars is a classic case, right? I mean, if I have to analyze the video of what's going on around in a car, which is driving by itself, I really cannot wait for uh, all those uh, inputs that I'm receiving, whether they are sensors or whether they're images uh, into a cloud and then wait for a response, right? I mean, especially if the, if the connectivity is not you know, let's say great in, in some stretch of a highway or something, right? That it can act absolutely have quite disastrous consequences. Uh, similarly, uh, across, I mean, you know, even uh, from, if I, if I go back and look at quantum computing, uh, we are, so increasingly, for example, supply chain in uh, post pandemic, there are significant issues which have been flagged off and, and, and you know, supply chains have typically kept only the optimization in mind, which is how do I, sort of be more optimized have not really looked at a resilience perspective right saying how do i uh, you know make sure that uh, that there are no disruptions right so if you want to combine these there is there are uh, it, it's actually quite a complicated uh, uh, you know because a lot of the data seems to be uh, uh, semi structured etc unstructured and how do you make sense out of it and and come up with some decision support Similarly, in encryption, for example, right, and, and cybersecurity, which has become very critical post-pandemic. Um, so there's, there's, there are applications that where, where quantum computing is being actively used. Uh, and, and also, for example, like, again, more uh, relevant in, in, in the post-pandemic era where we have medication, drugs, etc., the, the simulations which need to go into before they can be, you know, sort of, uh, commercialized or even look at a long-term a, a molecule needs to have a 10 to 20 year life right so how do we look at that um, uh, post-discovery so quantum uh, computing uh, applications have have become quite significant there as well so 
so for deloitte to you know leverage all these you know all the quantum computing capabilities like all of it that you mentioned were there any major challenges that the company was facing and also did the pandemic add to those challenges make it more severe and how you know did deloitte face those challenges and overcome all those perils so if we look at you know i mean across the industry uh, these are super hot skills right uh, i mean one of the secular trends we see post pandemic is the exceptionally high demand for digitization and intelligence through ai and 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 uh, digital interventions right so because obviously uh, physical interactions and and several things we could do earlier are, are no longer possible right so uh, what what the, so there are typically two two or three challenges always right so one talent is always a challenge um uh, i would say uh, that uh, and 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 some, for some of these which are cutting edge we need absolutely top top talent uh, from the top universities globally and uh, in india so uh, i think at, at me, and 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 maybe pandemic is not just one point so i mean i think up to let's say last year uh, uh, i think there was not as much uh, of a war for talent as there is right now so i think i mean maybe 2021 uh, the the uh, the war for talent has got a lot more intense right so that's always a problem second you do need some base investments right to 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 get started off on on some of these right um, uh, and uh, as as every enterprise would so uh, i think that that level of uh you know belief and confidence in the uh, technologies and their transformative nature uh and you know obviously buy in across and sponsorship across the leadership is is very critical and third i would say is uh, is the ecosystems right so for example uh, uh to have edge uh, uh computing capabilities uh, across multiple uh, let's say locations regions etc uh you do need to have the right platform there are a lot of startups as well which are doing significant and interesting work across many of these topics both in quantum and edge computing uh so uh it uh, and and companies today which have big problems to solve let's say you know finance insurance or manufacturing or logistics etc uh more than specific point solutions uh they do need an orchestration of solutions as i would say uh which clearly gives return on investment to the business as well so that's where i think uh uh you know across the industry we find uh, some of the challenges uh, that that have been faced and these are the sort of uh, ways that that they have been overcome uh, which is you know obviously talent is always an ongoing challenge uh, so we need to have a career path a, 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 and a, and a plan Uh, as well as the requisite investments to do the to the right you know pace of innovation uh, the second uh, you know obviously having the right uh, uh, sponsorship uh, making it clear uh, you know and also uh, demystifying it as as you pointed out to also the you know leaderships within the organization uh, and uh, across uh, enterprises and thirdly uh having the right tie ups and and partnerships ecosystems in place uh so that we are able to uh get this going and last but not least also is very critical that uh you know uh as 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 you know 
some uh, as the saying goes right uh, to to a child with a hammer in the hand the whole world looks like a nail right uh, i think we should not take that approach as well uh, we should look at what the problem statement is and apply the right tool for the right job right not everything may need an ai solution itself for instance right i mean there might be smarter better more efficacy uh, higher efficacy ways to solve the problem higher efficiency as well uh, then to blindly you know sort of put it so uh, similarly for for uh, quantum edge computing usage so i think we have to be selective in terms of where we apply what tool and which is you know sort of the most appropriate i absolutely agree with you when you said you know the right tool for the right task is important and i feel that is what you know makes technology into a boon rather than a bane because you know what to do in order to make sure that you know nothing destructive is happening or nothing you know there are no adverse effects to what you're trying to do and you also mentioned that there are startups that are leveraging quantum and edge computing technology and in india and even around the globe there are you know startups that startups and you know new companies that are innovating you know quantum computing and trying to create solutions for you know the tech world and its users and you know clients so you know as a partner for deloitte i'm sure you overlook teams and you know guide them you know towards the vision of the company so to such startups and budding tech leaders what is your advice moving forward about the future of these computing technologies and you know what do you feel are you know the prerequisites that people need bear in mind when they are taking charge of teams say 10 years down the line now uh, so 10 years is indeed a long time and and you know uh, given the the rate of pace of change uh, i mean um, it would be uh, you know quite quite risky to make uh, try and crystal gaze into uh, so many years ahead right i mean the world's quite dramatically a different place from what it was let's say 2 years ago now uh, but having said that uh, i think uh, there are three or four cardinal principles right i think i think we need to uh, have i mean so uh, having the right people there is no substitute for it right and, and not just having the right people but having the right systems uh, and uh, uh, you know uh, motivation in place so that uh, people can deliver to their potential right i mean uh, it's very important and when we are doing these cutting edge uh, work uh, it, we always we you know typically the experience has always been that if the teams are smaller that's okay but we need uh, you know high caliber high performing teams right so i, I think this uh, people are are obviously the most important the second is obviously and and you know of course uh, startups already are but you know i think there is a requirement to be agile right i mean some of these are evolving as we speak and uh, there are uh the adoption of new ways of doing things uh new uh, things that come into the market etc trends watching it and being close to the ground is very very important because uh, some trends turn out to be fads some trends turn out to be you know game changers for the future right and and the important uh, thing is that uh, you know while avoiding the mistakes of going after fads it is imperative to you know sort of uh, to ride on the game changes uh, as soon as possible right so uh, we may not get everything right but it's important to continue uh, be agile and and experiment right uh, and number 3 is uh, to to uh, you know uh, invest in the right areas at the right time uh, and that is important because uh, uh, so for example and and you know uh, uh, deloitte in, in our 
AI computing lab, we have uh, what we call a supercomputing uh, technology that we have created access to. Uh, and that is important because, uh, you know, there are, there are certain areas where uh, some of those things are required, right? So uh, it, is, it is important uh, for leaders to, uh, to place their bets, uh, place their bets in the right direction. Uh, lastly, but not uh, the least, right? It's important to, I mean, you know, while we are doing uh, some of these innovations because they are, you know, shiny new toys in the market, as, as we already spoke about, uh, but also uh, needs to have a real world impact, right? So eventually it has to, for companies, uh, save cost or uh, help increase uh, their overall, let's say, revenues or uh, deepen the relationship with their customers or uh, create efficiencies in supply chain, create efficiencies in production, uh, improve their employee engagement. So there has to be a real world impact of using these technologies. And that linkage is very critical for driving adoption and acceptance within uh, business. So I would say those are some of the critical things that leaders now and into the future need to focus on. On the top of your mind, Prashant, what is the next big real world, you know, innovation that quantum computing, you know, might make it happen? Like on the top of your mind, what's the first thing, first thing you can think of? No, no, the first thing I think of is, uh, uh, you know, uh, having these devices, so which are uh, not, uh, you know, like wearables in some sense, right? So uh, the power of wearables. So if I wear a spec specs that will do everything for me, if I have watches and, you know, all of these, which don't need to be linked to mobile phones, right? I think, I think that's one. And the second thing, especially in places like India, which we have not seen is autonomous driving. I think that will be a real game changer if we can, you know, uh, I don't know if uh, given Indian rules and road conditions, if that's going to work out, but I think it's something that we can look forward to uh, and it will be game changing. You rightly pointed out some great uh, points like, you know, technology is always evolving and leaders have to be agile to distinguish what is a fad and what is not and keep experimenting, you know, even though things might not go right all the time. And to be quick in investing in the right technology at the right time is very crucial for anybody in the tech field, no matter if it's quantum computing or AIML or, you know, any other technology that is coming up right now. So thank you so much, Prashant, for joining us for this really insightful session. I'm sure our listeners got a lot of takeaways from, you know, this podcast about the future of quantum computing technology and all its diverse applications and you know the potential it holds to change you know the way you know technology is working right now and the critical problems that it can solve in as you said like milliseconds and like you know super quick so thank you so much for all your insight and i'm sure even our listeners and i am looking forward to what deloitte has to bring you know to the table when it comes to innovations in this spectrum thank you so much and wishing all the best to you and your business